Data Mesh Radio is provided as a free community resource by Data Mesh Understanding. It is produced and hosted by me, Scott Herleman. I started this podcast as a place for practitioners to get useful information about Data Mesh, and we're at over 200 episodes already. This is a Mesh Musings episode where I do a relatively short overview, some might call a few of them rants, on a specific topic related to Data Mesh. I try to put uh, you know my few summary takeaways in the show notes too to make it easy to decide if this will be useful for you. Quick reminder as well to hit the Data Mesh Understanding link in the show notes to easily review listings of past episodes you might have missed, you know, that I've grouped up on different topics to make it easy if you want to do like a deep dive into governance or something like that. Do check out the Data Mesh Understanding offerings as well and the free community introduction and roundtable programs while you're there. Now with that, on to the Mesh Musing. Measuring the Value of Data Work, Part 1, Mesh Musings 39. Quick disclaimer, I use kind of data team throughout this uh, Mesh Musing to mean any grouping of people working on data work, right? That could be a centralized platform team, could be data product development team in a domain, could even be like Blah Blah Cars team, which is from an upcoming episode where they're keeping a central data team and assigning squads to the domains. I'm just not trying to characterize it in exact data mesh terms for every sentence and things. I just want to use data team as a catch-all for what that means. The other thing is that lots of kind of the quote-unquote answers in this will be qualitative approaches. If you want quantitative, so do I. I just haven't seen a good way to do the, the quantitative aspect yet. And do be prepared for this to kind of jump a bit all over the place, right? There's a lot to start thinking about here and I do not have all the answers, especially not yet. I'm going to be digging into it more, but like, you know, it's important to kind of say that up front. So again, before we jump too far in, I think it's crucial to understand what I call first, second, and third order or ring impacts. I'm, you know, 99.999% sure I didn't invent this concept or even the phrasing. The first order or first ring, you throw the stone in, into the water and it makes a big splash. Second and third order are, you know, ad infinitum, if you want to go all the way out to ring 47 or whatever, it's not going to have nearly as much of an impact, but it's about those ripples that move out. And while they aren't as big as the initial splash, they still have a decent magnitude. You know, if you want to look at this visually, just search for images on the internet of, of water and ripples, and you'll get exactly what I mean. But what I'm talking about here are the secondary and tertiary impacts, because they aren't right at the upper epicenter of everything, but they are still Im impacted by what happened. Okay, so with me explaining a visual metaphor kind of badly past us, let's talk about measuring the value of data work. Let's start with the bad. Trying to directly tie data work to an exact value number. You built a data product. That data product enabled someone to make a good business decision. So what was the exact value of the data work? You know, give me a dollar figure. 
you spent time and money and opportunity costs and blah, blah, blah. Give me the exact dollar figure for what was the return. You know that's ridiculous. I know that's ridiculous. But it does seem to be the way that many want to talk about valuing data work. What is the direct first order impact on revenue and or costs? You know, were life that simple, it would, we would probably wouldn't have data jobs, right? But it's not nearly that simple to measure the impact of the data work. And I think that's another thing to think about is value versus impact. And then we measure what is the actual impact and the value is kind of that second order concern because we have to measure the impact first and then decide the value of that impact rather than trying to go direct to the value. So, uh, so that is where it's really kind of bad, but where it's good, let's, let's hold off for a bit and talk about why are we trying to prove the value of data work in general? And again, you might be throwing proverbial rotten vegetables at your phone or whatever you were listening on. Of course, we know why we need to value data work, right? Okay, but let's get specific. Part of that is, you know, justifying that we've been spending money on things of value, but let's even break it down into those kind of four types of, of analytics of like descriptive, diagnostic, predictive, prescriptive. If all we're doing is valuing our, our data work is descriptive, here's what we did and here were the results, then at best we are, as a data team, are probably order takers. What I mean by that is if we're just constantly, when somebody asks us, what was the, the value of the data work, then you're probably just being reactionary. And in, in data mesh, you know, what a data team even means has evolved. So then we start to question doing data work at all at, the, at that domain level, right? We need to think about the diagnostic, like why did we expect this data work to be valuable and what went wrong or what went right and digging into that kind of why aspect of why did we choose to do this? Why were we thinking it would have value? Why did it have value? Why didn't it have value? And questioning the why is also about kind of that predictive. If we do this work, what, what will be the value? Like, how do we prioritize? How do we think about that? It's not just the aspect of what are we doing with what, what happened versus like, why did we do that? And then, you know, you start to think about even prescriptive of, what what should exactly should we focus on? Not that this will just have this value, but like, hey, should we uh, add additional data heads to go after these different uh, data work opportunities? Or how do we think about um, kind of expanding our data work and, and to drive the most value for the organization? Again, this can go into uh, that one aspect of it alone could could be its own episode. So just kind of skimming the surface on a lot of these things. So when we are proving out the value of data work, are we trying to prove the value achieved from the work or the value of the work itself, right? That might sound insane, but I mean is something Sadie Martin brought up brilliantly in episode 64. How do you think about the value of, say, investigating if we should move forward with something when that answer comes back as no, you know, such as testing and invalidating a hypothesis. We think we can increase our conversion rate on this page, so let's A-B test it. Oh, both A and B were actually worse at converting than the baseline, what we already had. So what was the value of the work when nothing changed? How do you think about the value of something like platform work, where it accelerates our ability to test more hypotheses? It kind of starts to feel like, 
justifying value of, of data governance work all over again, right? And anyone looking to uh, justify that value, see Scott Taylor's episode, you know, the Data Whisper episode 141. But this is why I say trying to tie direct dollar to data work is just a bad idea. Katie Bauer mentioned in her episode, what is valued is not necessarily valuable and what is valuable is not necessarily valued. But we still need to look at what what is valued because that ends up driving (laughs) how people view the value of data work, the impact of that data work. The data team starts to try to assess the value of the data work, especially when you think about a central team or a team doing data work for another domain, they don't have the context to do that. It's a fool's errand, quite frankly. And, you know, I mean, when you think about um, certain businesses do have line of business accounting and things like that. When you think about most businesses, it's not like the sales department is doing all of the accounting all the way all up and down the stack for themselves. That's not something where they can really handle that. And that's kind of the, the data team. They don't have the context to understand exactly what the value of that work is going to be. It's, it's kind of a key point in data meshes, centralized context across many complex and ever-changing dimensions that the team doesn't control is far too much for any one central team to handle. So why do we expect that for the data team in improving the value of their work? Another way people have talked about measuring the value of data work is usage metrics. And I kind of hate this one, to be honest. It's so often in a context void. Well, you know, this one data product is leveraged by 50% of the company 10 times or more per day. This other one is leveraged once a quarter. Which one is more valuable? If the first is a dashboard of who wants what for lunch or something else that is pretty inane, you know, or, or it's like um, this thing that that gets loaded into anytime somebody boots up Salesforce or whatever, <laughs> you know, and the other data product drives incredibly strategic decisions, but it's only really accessed once a quarter when the board of director meets and they use it to decide really important strategic decisions then which one is more valuable? Usage in a vacuum isn't really a helpful metric. You can look at it against expected usage. That might be more helpful or trend analysis. Hey, this was this data product was used a ton and it's not, or vice versa, it's really picked up. You know, is the work valuable or should we sunset it or whatever? We can't just think about value as a snapshot number either. Doing something like yoga for a day isn't all that helpful to you, but doing it for years can really improve a lot about your body. So, you know, is this 30 minutes today of doing yoga valuable for the rest of my life? Not necessarily, but is allocating 30 minutes a day, uh, you know, four days a week or something valuable in the long run? Very, right? And so we have to think about that aspect as well. So the big question again is, how do we think about valuing data work? There's an excellent recent episode by with Pink Shu at Vista, episode 174, about how they're developing an impact measurement framework for data products. And I think there's a lot of really useful things in there when thinking about valuing data work in general. The first is, again, don't have your team doing the work, measure the impact or value unless that team is also the team that is leveraging 
that that data work. The only team who has enough context to say the degree of value is the one really leveraging it. And we can't go to these teams and ask, you know, a generic yes or no question of value. But we can use a set of questions to use kind of get a grading rubric in place and help people to have a way to grade themselves on the value, but also a kind of consistent way of of grading uh, against others, of comparing against others. I think this is something that comes up a lot in data quality. Somebody says the data quality isn't high enough. Well, that's garbage feedback. It doesn't mean anything, right? Like how valuable was the the data work? Very valuable. Okay. But in what way, how, like what did it actually do? And there are kind of three orders of assessment here. What was the data work itself done well? Number two, did the data work achieve its goal and or how much of an impact did it make on whatever it was targeted to impact? And then we can start to think about other things that weren't part of that kind of expected impact, right? Those second or third order things. You know, it could be that data product has multiple uses that weren't expected and things like that. And then we think about what was the value of the goal or, or targeted impact, right? I think for the most part, we can usually relatively quickly find if the data work was done well, right? Maybe that is naive of me, but I don't think that is the hardest part. I think that second order is where we want to focus here if you're thinking about this as the data team, right? If there is a business question or a business objective, how well did the data work support that goal? This can be a yes, no question, but it's probably not the best way to frame it, right? You know, in my personal view, Netflix recommendations lost all meanings once they went up with like just thumbs up or down instead of the five-star system. So we can think of this as an order of magnitude impact, as, as Pink Shu had mentioned. Um, okay, this data product impacted our decision on X, how crucial was it to the decision on X? And unfortunately, this is very much a people feedback driven thing, at least for now. And I would bet pretty much forever. It's incredibly difficult to get down to a quantitative measurement on this, right? This impacted my decision. This was 40% of my decision. And this other data product was 20%. And this one was only 5%. And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. It just doesn't really work that way. So you do have to get into people and talk to them. And we shouldn't think of data work in general culminating in that single answer as well. Like I know some often think of data work conceptually like math work, where there is a single problem to solve in, you know, in school or whatever, instead of that kind of ongoing perspective. So we have to think about initial generation cost of a data output, say, you know, a data product and the ongoing cost versus the initial value capture and the ongoing value generation, which just, again, makes this more difficult. But the point here is that we want to measure the impact the data work had on something. Oh, this work was designed to help us support our supplier selection decisions, you know, weighing cost, quality, time to delivery, reliability, payment terms, locations, etc. Well, how much did this specific bit of data work impact our decisions around supplier selection. Oh, it was a minor input, but, and really didn't drive much of the decision. Okay, then let's look if we want to keep doing this 
this data product, or maybe we can call it that it wasn't a good decision to make it in the first place versus, you know, it was crucial and we were better able to meet demand on a quicker basis, resulting in a five percentage point market share gain in segment one, two, three. Okay. Like, again, that that's something that one, the, the central data team can't really figure out, right? The, the data team can't say that that's what the impact was, but that could be a major impact. And so then you want to say, okay, then you look at that third order concern of what was the value of gaining that five percentage points of, of market share? And that team that did the data work can't really <laughs> put a value number around that. So we have to assess if not just what the data work is supporting is valuable, but did it really have an impact on that? When you look at the salaries of people on a sports team, is the star getting the pay, paid the same as someone that barely ever plays? Probably not. So you want to look at, you want to think of the data work as kind of a, a sports team all kind of interconnecting and what was the, sp- the star and, you know, okay, we're, we're paying that person a million bucks a year and we're paying somebody who isn't the star five million bucks a year. That's really bad versus, okay, you know, if you look at like NBA salaries, they're just ridiculous. They're, you know, 30, 40 million often for the real star players, you know, per year. And so um, versus some people get paid, you know, six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars I think is around the league minimum. And so if they're going to have the same impact, that's not reasonable. But if somebody really, really drives all the wins or losses for the team and somebody plays, you know, a couple of minutes, you know, once every 10 games and they're not really, you know, it's when the game is already decided and everything like that. Yeah, that might make some sense. So you think about was this worth it? What what impact did it really have? So that third order, again, was the people asking for the data work to be done. Like, they have to provide the value measurement. What is the benefit of increasing margins by 10 percentage basis points or 10, 10 basis points, right? Like, how sure the, the, the data product that was created allowed us to do that but what is the actual value of doing that? If this is a tiny segment for the company, it might not be that much. And so then you have to assess it against the, the cost to actually drive it. What is the value of driving up revenue 5%, but at a lower margin profile? What about making a decision to enter a new market? What is the value of making a good decision there? Either to enter that market or not, right? Do we put value on telling us to not do something? What is the value of a data platform that means we can test hypotheses 25% faster? Uh, that last one is, is far harder. We, we get the general value in doing work faster, better, and or cheaper. So while it can still be hard, someone has to place a value on the actual work output or lack of work, work output from the data work. Otherwise, why in the world are you doing the data work in the first place if there wasn't a point to it? I think a good way to think about this when you're thinking about framing what would be the value is to ask teams requesting some kind of data help, the the Alla Hale question from her episode, what would having this unlock for you? Then drive through on that and figure out like what did having this unlock for you, right? Once it's been created. Going back to the sports team, you know, we are deciding whether to sign player ABC for a massive gob of money. What is the expected value to the team by signing them? Why are we looking to put the work in? And 
as you were building together, checking in on that expected value is really important too. We'll save that for a later conversation, but this is part of the reason that whole 80% of data initiatives deliver lower than expected value thing, right? Like, what was the expected value? Was that just something in people's head and they didn't really put it down on paper? Or what? what is this going to drive? What can this help us with? And like, how do we get there? Um, I think that's an important aspect of this too, of thinking about why are we doing this work and getting down on paper and what we expect a specific aspect of data work to kind of impact on that. It's again, that kind of quality measurement of, oh, the data quality is bad. Well, what do you mean by that? Like, <laughs> And then don't get me started about who gets the credit for the impact of the data per- work, right? Was it the team that did the data work to enable the impact, you know, such as improve pricing or selecting a better mix of suppliers based on the current market dynamics? I mean, they're the ones who actually did the data work and spent the effort and money and Or was it the team that leveraged the data work to actually implement what the data work told them, you know, gave them the insights to do? I think this is the right thing is to kind of do that joint internal press release almost kind of thing about, you know, the partnership uh, between the two teams. You know, data work doesn't take place in a vacuum. And again, if there isn't a point to it, don't do the work. This is where... I think works in an organization where you aren't competing for attention and internal value credit, but you are touting it as a data, you know, as a win for both teams, right? I will probably explore this more in depth later. I know many organizations this would go over well, but internally competitive environments, that kind of, you know, (laughs) somebody's going to want to take credit and get all the credit for it. So like, how do you get it on paper where you kind of both jointly take the credit and and show that. Uh, We'll get into that much later in in the year, right? The other point I want to circle back on is one Sadie Martin made. There is value in invalidating hypotheses. You know, so we have to make sure we allocate value to not making a bad decision. That can be hard to point to as value, but it's a crucial aspect of analytics. If our intuition were right all the time, we didn't have to invalidate the hypotheses, right, or test them, what value would data work even provide? So making sure there is a kind of, we looked into X and it looked like a bad idea. That saved us X million in investment and two years of mismanaged focus. It's it's a hard thing to extract, but it's really important when you're thinking about the value of data work. People only want to talk about wins instead of avoided losses, but those avoided losses are really crucial, especially in human psychology. You know, the whole thing of, uh, people would rather not lose, um, you know, with, if you give them $10, then you take it away from them. That's more damaging than um, not having gained the money at all or whatever. That that whole psychological thing, I can't remember the exact uh, experiment around it, but, you know, where losses <laughs> are more painful psychologically, and yet we don't often allocate a lot of value to avoiding a loss. So how can you actually go about starting to get better? You know, not master. We're at least a few years away from really figuring this out well. But how can you start to get better at measuring your data work? First, go listen to Pink's episode. I think a crucial aspect was developing a framework so the decisions around measurement. Did you go conservative or aggressive around how you measured X or Y or Z? They're plain for all to see. They're 
is a massive amount of value in making it easy to compare things apples to apples, or at least as close as possible, right? That it's not just a team saying, we drove $100 million of value and nobody knows what that actually means and how did they get to that number. If you can make that more apparent, then people start to really think about that as well as they're going through their data work and say, am I actually, you know, maximizing the the value or maximizing the return on my investment on this data work. Make sure to work with teams to adopt that measurement framework if you, if you build it instead of pushing it on them. You know, work with key stakeholders that want to look at the impact of data work, right, or the value of data work to show why this type of measurement is important. Stop thinking about things uh, as a one or a zero and, and going for quantitative as above all else as well. Data rarely says something 100% any one way, so get comfortable with a bit of ambiguity. I think you can start to get going and in talking about like how go to teams that are are asking for data work to be done and say like what would the you know Alla Hale's question what would having this unlock for you? Let's get that down on paper. So let's sum up because I threw a lot at you and it was a bit or maybe quite a bit disjointed because <laughs> I'm still figuring this out. And, you know, there's 50 different rabbit holes I could go. I, I think I could have made five or six episodes from just this one episode. If you and or your audience for the data work value measurement are looking for exact dollar or even exact impact numbers, that is probably a recipe for trouble. Far too hard to do. Not really worth it, right? A data team itself can't typically measure the value of their own work because it's in support of others. We need the others to share how much the work impacted something, maybe decision ABC, like pricing. And what was the value of what changed with that decision, right? They have to say, how much did this data work impact what we did? And what was the value of what we did? They're the ones that have to do that. It can't be on the teams doing the data work. Use the teams that are leveraging your work to be your measuring stick and your and your megaphone about success as well. Be prepared to get messy with this. It's never going to be all that crisp. We can get it to be much less fuzzy, but it's still not going to be a 4K, you know, picture or whatever, you know, a, a 200 megapixel camera picture or whatever. Try to make value measurement across data work comparable, especially by using a framework to make things as, as comparable as possible. Make sure there is higher up support that measuring the value even is worth it, right? Do people actually care about measuring this value and and assessing what that looks like? Work with people to show them the value of preventing a bad decision. There's lots more here, and I will be exploring this further throughout the year, but I think this is a good starting point and, and that you can get going on thinking about like, how do I break this down into much smaller chunks? How do I start working on a a bit of this and that I don't have to answer all of it at once, that I can start to say, okay, I'm going to tackle this, you know, kind of one of 20 segments of this and, and get that in an okay shape and then start to tackle more and more and more. It's just like, not having all of your central data work and we're breaking it down into these data products. So with all of that, I'm going to sign out. Scott out. Hopefully that was a useful mesh musing for you. 
please do rate and review the podcast. It really does help. And if you'd like to get in touch and see how I can be helpful to you, check out the show notes. I'm pretty easy to find. As I mentioned, there are some great free programs in addition to some very affordable things around implementer intros and roundtables on the Data Mesh Understanding website. As always, if you have suggestions for guests or topics, please do get in touch. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And with that, now on to the funky outro music. Music.